I've had the privilege of being in and around banking for more than 50 years. Lots of changes during that time. We've gone from ledgers to laptops, typewriters to technology. One thing, however, remains the same. Banking is a people business, and I'll be talking with those people that make banking great here on Jack Rats with Modern Bankers. Welcome to Jack Rants with Modern Bankers, brought to you by RELPRO and Vertical IQ. Each week I feature top voices in financial services, from bankers and consultants to best-selling authors and many more. The goal of this program is simple, to provide insights, success practices, and to bring new ideas to the table that you can use to maximize your results. My guests today are Leanne Kassab, Senior Vice President and Chief Experience Officer of CNB Bank, and Mary-Kate Loftus, President of Impressia Bank. We're gonna talk about focusing on women in banking today with the new CNB division of Impressia Bank. Leanne earned a BS in Marketing at Indiana University of Pennsylvania, and she's an honors graduate of ABA's School of Bank Marketing and Management, and that's where I met Leanne. Leanne has been with CNB for 27 years, and she is one of the best marketing professionals I know in this industry. Mary-Kate Loftus holds a BS from Binghamton University and an MBA from Canisius. Mary-Kate was named one of the women to watch by Deloitte and serves on many community boards in the greater Buffalo, New York area. It's Leanne Kassab and Mary-Kate Loftus talking about Impressia Bank on Jack Rants with Modern Bankers. Here we go. So uh, I'm, I'm thrilled to have both Leanne and Mary-Kate uh, uh, with us today. And as I mentioned in the introduction, I've known Leanne Kassab for many, many, many years uh, uh, through Bank Marketing School and, uh, and the ABA, et cetera. And I've just met Mary-Kate a little while ago, but she's on an amazing journey. So I'd love to start, because I like to start the, every show with this. Mary-Kate, personally, professionally, anything, tell me something good. I will tell you two things that are great. Um, the first, of course, I'll start personally. I I have loved being on the road. I spent the last few days in Clearfield, and last week I was in Erie, Pennsylvania, and I love meeting all these amazing people. But I also love waking up in my own home and kissing my children good morning, which was wonderful. <laughs> so I was able to do that today. Um, and then something else was I had a, um, a customer that's a potential customer. She doesn't have a relationship with us yet. And we met last week and I was so excited about her business. I even mentioned it to Leanne yesterday and showed her a picture of her of our visit and an award she won from the business first. And, um, and today she reached out to me and she actually reached out to me with something not positive. She told me, she said to something to me, but it opened my eyes to saying, wow, it's so amazing when you have people feel they can be honest with you and say, this is where I, what I need from you. So that is something that is actually a good, great thing that happened to me today. And I thanked her. I thanked her for it and said, we're going to, we're going to help you out. So um, that's great. Yeah, that's great. And we're going to explore that a little bit because you have the opportunity to do something that very few people in the United States get to do, and that's to start a business mm -hmm. uh, within a business. Mm -hmm. And so we're gonna explore that a little bit today. So those are two great things. Leanne, tell me something good. Well, every day, and this might lead into the, our discussion point for today, but every day I'm surrounded by the most amazing women 
in our organization. Um, we, we started down this venture of Impressia Bank, which we'll be talking about, about 18 months ago. And uh, I really got to know and appreciate some of the female leaders in our organization and some outside of the organization. I'm super excited um, that Mary Kate has joined us. I wasn't involved in her interview process at all. Um, that was another two great women leaders in our organization that, that brought her to our attention. And uh, we've been so happy and fortunate every day uh, to have her lead the charge for Impressia Bank. And every time I get to speak with Mary Kate, which is nearly every day, she has another great story for me about how we're being received in our communities, um, interactions she's having with new employees and new clients. That's wonderful. So that's great. It just makes every day good. Absolutely. And you, you've had such an amazing run and a great history with CNB and Clearfield and, and all of your affiliates over in Columbus and Erie and Cleveland and certainly now Buffalo with my friend Marty up there in Buffalo. Um, uh, and Angela, uh, Angie Wilcoxon was, is, is your boss, Mary-Kate, I know. And she's one of very few women in banking and she can be very proud of this and you can as well to be at the head of commercial uh, as a female. Mm -hmm. And so I think that says quite a lot for the organization and where it's where it's headed. Well, let's talk about where it's headed. So you you released this, this uh, 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 item uh, in the press on December 12th, kind of announcing this. But as you mentioned, Leanne, this has been a long journey. Talk about the journey. What got us here to yeah. Impressia Bank? Yeah, well, uh, about 18 months ago, um, Mike Peduzzi joined our organization as our incoming president and CEO. Uh, Joe Bauer had been our president and CEO for 15 years. Um, he was instrumental in growing and opening all of these new divisions. Part of Mike's orientation involved a listening tour, what he called it, going around and meeting um, employees of the bank all over our footprint, which as you know, spans across four states. When he came back, he talked about how impressed he was with the quality of female leadership in our organization. And to your point, the Angie Wilcoxon being our chief commercial lender and other strong women leaders in the organization that really um, step up and run the show. And so he was inspired by that. And he said, we have a opportunity to build a bank centered around female leaders focused on female business owners and female leader business leaders. So he pulled myself and one of my coworkers in uh, to propose to us that we consider opening a bank for women in business. So in pretty short order, we pulled together um, a group of those strong female leaders and we you know, just sat down in a room and we started vetting and going through it, we pulled in a women business owner who is a client of ours, who was very passionate and she herself works with women business owners to help them grow their business and succeed. And um, from there, you know, 18 months later, uh, come December, I guess that was probably only about 12 months later, come December, we were ready to announce Impressia Bank to the public. And that was important to us at that time because we were ready to start recruiting our president. 
And in doing so, we wanted to make sure that, you know, whomever uh, kind of looked up this initiative found something. So we want to make sure they knew it was a real initiative that we were not afraid to tell the public that we were uh, taking on. That's wonderful. And so um, the name um, Impressia. Uh, so when we started uh, thinking about what we want to name the bank, we were coming up with all these names and we'd go to our trademark attorney and they'd say, nope, taken, nope, taken. Well, vaguely close. It's tricky to come up with a new bank name now um, that isn't already trademark or, you know, has some kind of conflict of interest with another company. So we knew we needed to come up with a name that was unique and almost made up. Um, so Impressia Bank, Impressia is not really a word, but Impressa is Italian for uh, enterprise, undertaking endeavor. It's a company, a firm, or a business. So um, we liked that adding Sia, Impressia, made it sound more feminine, more female-oriented, um, not overtly, but we felt that it was important that it be um, a little bit more focused on the female uh, population. That's great. That's wonderful. So Mary-Kate, you're fine. You're happy in your career and you've, you've had a great banking career. And here comes Impressia Bank. What, what was it that you saw in this opportunity that said, this is, the, this is for me, I need to take this leap? Well, it was three things. The first was that, I mean, the opportunity, it's like this amazing intersection of women and banking and community that you don't, you just, it doesn't really exist often. It's, it's, it's incredibly, uh, you know, very rare in the, in the banking world. Um, the fact that it wasn't like a side initiative, like so many banks have great programs that say we're going to focus and we'll offer special training programs or special networking event but it's not like an exclusive focus. And the fact that this was, this is completely dedicated to supporting women. That to me was phenomenal. And then when I met the, um, when I met the leaders and, and, you know, Leanne, you know, mentioned that a bit, there was a steering committee of women that have off, like have just worked and worked and worked on this. And then I met the rest of the leadership of CNB bank on Buffalo, Erie bank, and, and all of the other family of banks of CNB. And I just thought they were phenomenal people. And, and I said, I'm in, this is, this is a great opportunity. So on your website, you do show a photo of your steering committee, Mary-Kate. Mm -hmm. um, you, you, you talk about this. What, what is their role in this whole show? So the steering committee over the past, I think, probably about 18 months or so has really shaped and, and worked through what is the um, commercial opportunity, um, what is the need that our customers are um, expressing, and then really looked at the numbers as well. What's our percentage of um, clients of women who are women-owned businesses in our commercial portfolio, for example, in our private bank portfolio? And then they looked at the opportunity and they said, we, this, is, this is something that we believe is going to help grow the bank. It'll solve a big problem within all of our communities and that by accelerating the funding, we then will be able to help every single community that we're serving. Um, the, the steering committee continues to advise on here's what we're hearing from our customers. Here's the, um, the options to be able to deliver on that and then how we together collectively decide how to prioritize the work. Um, what I love is that they're from all parts of the bank and there's everything from our head of treasury management, head of banking operations, um, 
marketing and other groups really then are fully representing like multiple points of view, which is, which is fantastic as well. It is good. Mm-hmm. And the steering committee is wonderful, but you have to, you've opened a bank now, you have to execute. And there have got to be multiple priorities, one of which is certainly hiring great people. Mm-hmm. Talk about some of the priorities and talk about hiring people. Who are you looking for as a, as a candidate for a banker? Yeah, well, we need, of course, people that have deep expertise and experience in, you know, lending, retail bank, business banking, um, you know, broadly able to, the type of people that really say they, they understand the, uh, the discipline of banking, I'll say. The, um, but then we also need people who have shown a commitment, and, and not recently, but really over a period of time, to uplifting women, becoming involved, understanding the, the nuanced needs and how to be able to build trust and, and be able to support them. So when we look at those two together, um, that, that to me is, is how we identify who would be a good fit. Now, who would be a great fit for these roles are the people who um, are just passionate and they say this matters so much to me deeply on a personal level right um we also are hiring people that are um really important is that they are positive and that they have a great alignment with what our you know cultural values are and when we put that all together that is the amazing uh type of person that we want to hire and we just um we have hired relationship managers now in erie and in cleveland and then we have roles open in other markets that we're serving but um but we're really prioritizing um roles that are going to be able to meet directly with clients and work to support them to uh to build those relationships that's terrific leanne mary kate brought up something kind of interesting that didn't say it exactly this way, but we kind of looked at in our portfolios, who were some women business owners that currently were clients, perhaps in Erie Bank likely, because that's where you started. Are you going to migrate those over to Impressia Bank? And and if so, how's that going to work? Yeah, not necessarily, Jack. It's it's completely up to the client. Um, We will be offering some you know, special uh, services to these clients for that are focused on their needs um, that they've re- relayed to us. But many of our women business clients already have great relationships with their lender. Mm-hmm. Um, their lender may be male or female, but, you know, they obviously came to Erie Bank or Bank on Buffalo um, because of the relationship they have with their officer, their banking manager. So, no, they're um, they're going to stay put unless they express a desire to be part of the Impressia movement, as we call it. So, you know, and they and they may decide that they want to have um, a relationship with both Impressia Bank and Bank on Buffalo, for example. And so, yeah, we're we're not moving customers. That's completely up to them. Well, it's such a smart idea to to start in one piece of the footprint, and you have that unique advantage because it's kind of more vertical. It's all part of CNB, but you have that verticality that says, "Okay, well, this is sort of Erie Bank and uh, et, et cetera." You you talked about Bank on Buffalo, Leanne, and and I know that I believe it was last year, maybe more recent than that. You actually opened a brand new branch that's phenomenal and very, very modern. As it relates to Erie Bank, what about the physicality of this? If, if I'm a woman 
uh, entrepreneur, uh, where am I going to go to bank? And if it's the current branch, do I, do I go in and see my banker there? How's this all going to work? <laughs> well, yeah, um, certainly because, you know, an Erie Bank customer can bank at Bank on Buffalo, CMB Bank can bank at Ridgeview Bank. We are operationally all one bank. So that's the glory of it. And starting in our existing geographic footprint, we don't have to build brick and mortar facilities uh, to support these new customers. They can certainly go in and, and do transactions within the branch. However, we're really focused on a digital uh, relationship, uh, meeting the customer where they are, going out and and you know, going to a coffee shop or going to their business and spending time with them outside of a brick and mortar office. We don't believe based on the feedback and the research that we've done uh, that this specific segment of customer um, really cares to spend time in a brick and mortar branch. Interesting. And, and I wanna explore digital because Mary Kate is an expert in that and we can prove it because she has documentation to prove that. Uh, but but Mary-Kate, I want to ask you about impreziabank.bank. It's a wonderful website, brand new website. And on the website, it talks about redefining the client experience. Talk about what that means. Yes, absolutely. The um, When you think about today's banker experience, like Leanne mentioned, there are um, clients that have wonderful, deep, trusting relationships with their banker. And that's absolutely wonderful. But there's also um, some business owners that um, may not feel comfortable walking into a bank and saying, this is, you know, this is the situation I'm in, or these are my dreams, and this is where I want to get to. So redefining the relationship means that you have a relationship manager that isn't just your banker, but it's a friend and looking broadly across all of your needs. Um, the and this way, then we're able to really understand if we understand where the client wants to go, we can bring every resource available to be able to meet them. And sometimes it is the um, sometimes it is the uh, um, ability to 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 build a, a relationship that's really based on trust to be able to um, achieve that. Now, I'll tell you a little bit about um, some of the capabilities that we're that we're looking to bring forward. Um, it's about, we heard from women that they say, I need more access to information that's relevant to my type of business. So I might be great at making something or selling something, but I don't understand all the business elements behind it. And what we'll be doing is giving women the opportunity to um, select where they need the help. And then we're going to use digital means to be able to engage and message with them. So we can send a link over text to a, to a secure site where they can network, connect, and get the information they need. Um, we also are looking into coaching, which is which is really different. So financial coaching is not something that's really done today. And a lot of times in banks, really the bankers are, are very busy, right? There's a, people are working very lean. Um, and the opportunity to say, we want to invest where your relationship manager can spend a lot of time with you to be able to really look at your financial results and help guide you toward, closer to your goals is another way that we're looking to change that. That's really interesting. You know, I, I was telling Leanne, as we were setting this up years ago, uh, I was at a bank in Texas that I don't believe exists anymore, but I walked into their women's hall of fame they actually had a room where it was dedicated to women and there mm -hmm. were plaques on the wall and they would give awards and uh and different things like that and one of the things 
that the director of this program suggested was that the reason they they started this women banking program mm -hmm. was access to capital mm -hmm. and that women struggle with 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 that and i've i've noticed on your website and some of the commentary that you've made in your in your brochures that that's still true mm -hmm. first of all talk about why access to capital is so challenging for women-owned business and what are we doing here we're in 2023 haven't mm -hmm. we grown up now yeah I'll, i mean I'll, I'll give you two examples so what we see in the data and this is everything from score to sba um insights what we see is that often women are asking for less money. So although right now the percentages of loans that get approved have significantly leveled out, which is wonderful, um, what we do find is that for a business, women are more likely to ask for less money. And the long-term impact of that is that then they end up self-funding through credit cards or personal assets instead of being able to leverage um, other means of capital to be able to reinvest in their business, therefore to grow, hire employees, you know, be able to, um, to um, build the capabilities of their business out. So we see that as a challenge. The other part is that you still have the, um, I'll call it the other challenges. So women business owners have to face all the same challenges that other businesses, but then they also have to deal with less of an access to a network, less people perhaps that have walked that same path and they can ask in a trusted way to say, how do I handle this? And, and really getting that mentorship and advice. Um, and then also they're balancing their families. They're, they're often moms and they might be the sandwich generation where they're taking care of an aging parent and children at the same time um, while they're navigating leading a business. So these are the unique challenges and all of that together means um, they may make decisions that, um, that in the long run impact the performance of their business. And that's where we want to have conversations to change that. And it's my understanding that, uh, and I've seen some research on this, that women are much better networkers than men. Uh, Mary Kate, have, have you already had, I mean, you're a young organization, but knowing Leanne, as I do in your bank, you're very proactive as well. What kind of networking events have you had already and what kind of response have you got? Yeah, so far we had um, launch events in Erie. We were at the Intermodal Center in Erie, Pennsylvania, and then also at our Seven Hills branch in Cleveland. And we opened it up to the community and invited people. We put it out on social media and said, anyone's welcome, please come join us, you know, to, to be able to participate. And we had um, women, we had several that came and said, I'm just curious about what this is really about. And I wanna talk to somebody. Um, so the feedback has been very positive. It's not just startup businesses that are looking for capital and looking for guidance. It's actually, what we're also seeing is, um, well-established businesses where women are saying, I had a hard time of it 20 years ago. I want to, I want to support this because I want to um, invest in the next generation coming up locally. So I think that that's the other thing that we found through our conversations and networking so far. Outstanding. Mm -hmm. Le Leanne, uh, you, you've done a couple of unique things, not surprising knowing you uh, and how creative you are. You, you talk about the she economy, which is, which is outstanding. Um, and you've, you've put a couple of tools in place to really help women proactively. One is Imprezia Univers uh, Academy, and mm -hmm. the other one is Imprezia Connect. Talk about those two. They seem very unique to me. Yeah, so, so driven straight from our, from our target segments feedback, uh, women 
uh, who own businesses, a lot of times, the majority of the time, they get into business because they have a they have a talent, a passion, or a craft that they're really good at and they feel good doing, and that's how they want to spend their days. Now, the business operations and finance is really secondary for them, and and it's not the fun part for, for most of them. So. Um, we want to be able to provide support and education on those less fun aspects because it is critical and it is important and um, it's important for their growth. And what we really want to do is aim for loftier goals, uh, growth, success and generational wealth, um, because it's all within their limits. It's all within their scope and their ability. Um, so the Impressi Academy is being built for that purpose, and it goes beyond the financial aspect, really, into all areas of business planning and operations. Um, not that we're the experts on those subjects, but we're going to find them. Um, like Mary-Kate talked about, she had, she had women business owners who are very successful uh, come up to her and say they want to be part of this. Um, for the younger generation, for the next generation of women business leaders. And so we'll we'll uh, reach out to those women business leaders who have been successful and have an expertise and can speak uh, on behalf of uh, their business growth and planning challenges and how they overcame them um, so that we don't have to learn the hard way, right? We can, we can share those stories with all of our clients, um, particularly those that are in the earlier stages of their business development. Um, so we also want to build these networks of women with common goals, challenges, and, and passions and um, get them connected so they can share stories with each other. You know, you mentioned something kind of interesting, and it, I've had two calls recently from bankers, um, uh, footprints like yours, fairly large organizations mm -hmm. who say, my advisory board is just nothing. Don't do anything. They come quarterly and have a meal and... Uh, and they don't provide us referrals, which is what they should do. Right. The challenge, of course, is that they're good customers, so you don't want to fire them from the advisory board. It's a real challenge. Right. Yeah. What kind of thoughts have you given to, because you mentioned how women want to help each other. What kind of thoughts have you given to perhaps advisory boards in your footprint? Well, we've really been waiting for Mary-Kate to join. So I, uh, you know, we've had thoughts, you know, ourselves from a steering committee, but I do want to punt that question to Mary-Kate. Oh, thank, thanks, Leanne. And, and it's a great question, Jack. I think that you're right in that having the, having a very engaged advisory board is going to be critical as we begin the bank. Um, we know that we will have a, because of the extension of the footprint. So we're all the way down from uh, Virginia, you know, down south coming all the way up through Buffalo and Rochester. Um, what we're going to do is build a board that spans our entire geography. Um, we are looking for um, making sure that like the people that we're hiring, these are leaders and it doesn't necessarily have to be all women again, just like our team, where we say, who are the people that are best positioned that have a passion for this, have expertise in it and really can advise us. So, um, so I think that that is partly on us to make sure that we create an environment where the people that want to participate have that ability. And we create an environment where they say, I think 
Impressia is so amazing that I want to, I'm, I'm invested in the success of the organization. We'll also have them locally in each area that we're operating as well. So what we want to do is maintain the connection because these are often leaders who can say, this is really what we're hearing. This is where we feel the community needs the bank's support. Um, and this is, these are opportunities we should be exploring. So I'm, I'm really excited. We're look, we'll be setting um, up and having conversations regarding our advisory boards during third quarter. Oh, that's outstanding. And, and you and Leanne mentioned a, a little while ago, Mary-Kate, uh, about the digital process. Mm -hmm. uh, you were or are vice chair of the Consumer Bankers Association's Digital Channels Committee. You've recently got and earned a certification on blockchain and digital assets from Wharton. Mm -hmm. So you've got, and I, as, as I noted in your, when I looked at your LinkedIn profile, you've got great expertise in digital banking. What are you seeing around women using digital and how much of an advantage will that be for you, given the fact that you have a limited footprint that you're doing this in right now, but mm -hmm. you could gain women customers from all over the country digitally. Mm -hmm. No, it, it's, I, I believe that digital is going to be the way that we um, unlock a lot of value for our clients. When, what we know, with, if, you, if you go back to what do our customers really need, they need fast and easy, reliable experiences because they're busy people, right? We need to simplify their lives. Um, when we, the, what's nice about um, CNB is that it is like sort of, it's, it's able to have the um, capabilities that help customers, but it's because of this, its size, it's also very easy to be able to modify and listen to customers and be able to create the experiences that they're looking for. Um, our intention is to create really good experiences that enable remote support. So um, we'll be looking into things like video connection from our relationship managers to a client. If for whatever reason, because our clients are also on the road. That's another thing we're learning too many of them are traveling to meet their clients. So what we're doing is we'll set up um, video connections in that way, so, you know, simplified appointment booking, the ability to do um, e-signature and digitization of any forms and any banking needs that the client needs. Um, but I think it's really exciting. And what I do know is that um, when you think about a, a learning journey, and this is something that I know you are exceptionally passionate about, but the world is changing so fast we have all an opportunity to just pause and look and say, what, um, what, what, what do these new um, emerging technologies offer for us? And it's, and it's really thinking about if a customer has a need and then this is a new capability, well, how can we use that to be able to better their lives? And um, I think that all of us, part of what we're building within Impressia is a culture of learning. And, and I promise that to all, the, all of our new team members will be just as we want to um, help our clients on their educational journey. We're going to do the same um, in our personal experience so we can better help them. And you talked about bettering their lives. And mm -hmm. it, it, it got, gets me to thinking about, because we've been talking primarily about women business owners, certainly. Mm -hmm. But but that all flows, as you well know, from both of your experience over into wealth management. Mm -hmm. Mary-Kate, I'm a, I'm a female. I'm a mm -hmm. widow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have some, I've come into some money. Mm -hmm. I'd love to do business with, with Impressia Bank. Is that doable? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, and I, I, you know, our, because what we're looking to do is to be able to meet customers needs 
all the way from no matter where they are in every stage of their life. Um, you know, wealth management and planning is a critical part of that. Um, so within um, CNB, every division has private client services, which do both the investment side, the private banking side, you know, um, and we bring it all together full picture. So, um, so the, I mean, the doors are open. And I think it's more about if people, um, as we continue to grow, we'll continue to expand how we're able to, uh, to help customers in that respect. That's great. Leanne, I know that um, I know your people pretty well, and I yeah. know they're pretty assertive and very proactive. Yes. So if I'm in Columbus mm-hmm. uh, and I'm the president in the in the Columbus Bank, and I say, you know, I, I really like this idea, but you can't do it all at once, Leanne. What what's going to determine where you go next and when you go next? Mm-hmm. Well, um, as you know, we started in Erie and Cleveland. We actually thought that uh, we were going to end up with our headquarters in Cleveland. We thought the greatest potential was in that market of all of the markets that we're that we're in. But Mary Kate came to us from Buffalo. Um, we were so far along in that process, and there's a lot of opportunity in both of those markets, Erie, PA, and. Cleveland, Ohio, we moved forward with that. However, when we announced that Mary Kate was our president and that the headquarters, we were early enough in the process, we said, there's no reason why our headquarters can't be in Buffalo where Mary Kate is. It just made more sense. Um, Buffalo is also a very rich um, uh, opportunity for us when it comes to women-owned business and and business leaders. So um, when we made that shift and we wanted to announce Mary Kate being the president, of Impressia Bank, and we knew that Buffalo was going to be all over us. So they have been um, reaching out. You know, a lot of people in Buffalo want to be part of this movement, as as we call it. And uh, Mary Kate's been fielding calls and leads um, from all three of those markets. And um, so, where we go next from there? So we we ended up expediting our plans for Buffalo. So Buffalo's next. Um, for sure. So she's been um, looking to hire a relationship manager in that market and some other positions. Um, Where we go next, uh, we think will be our CMB bank market uh, because we are poised here as well. We've already made that announcement. And then um, we're left then with our FC bank market, our Columbus uh, market and Ridgeview Bank. Ridgeview Bank is a newer brand for us. Um, So we're kind of making that our last initiative within our geographic footprint because um, Carrie McConnell, who is the president of Ridgeview Bank in, in the Roanoke, Virginia area, um, she's just getting her feet under her. We've just built our first branch. We want to give that brand time to um, settle in in her market before we would introduce another brand um, of Impressia Bank. But certainly when they build their headquarters, they'll be building space for uh, Impressia Bank presence. And, and I think what we're learning too, like to add on to what Leanne said, is that um, every community that we're in is so like rich and vibrant in terms of the, um, you know, the entrepreneurial support. I mean, this is this is a movement that's happening across the country. I believe that these cities that are like the Erie PAs and the Clevelands and the Buffaloes and, you know, are that these are um, cities that I mean, you know, you can call them Rust Belt, but they're really like, they have the grit and they have the hard work. And that's why when we've announced Impressia, people say, 
this is awesome. This is really much in alignment with who we are as a community. Um, but our approach will be different because the resources that are in Erie may be different than what's in Cleveland already. And what we want to do is not duplicate what's happening locally. We want to enhance it. So we'll be working hand in hand with, you know, the Athena. There's many organizations like Athena and um, that that really invest in the entrepreneurial support for women locally. And we'll work hand in hand and say, what are the gaps there that you see? And then we'll try to complement that and work together. Yeah. That's just wonderful. Well, you, you've both been so kind with your with your time. I'll ask each of you one more question, Leanne. I I'm a I'm a commercial bank somewhere in the United States, and I hear this and I say, you know, this sounds like a really good idea. We got a lot of women-owned businesses in our marketplace. Uh, I, I'm going to call you, Leanne. I'm going to say, Leanne. What are some mistakes you made? What are some things you would have done differently uh, to get you to the journey maybe faster and better? What do you think? Well, I think we, I think we're moving pretty fast, <laughs> but um, so I, you know, I don't think that we would want to move any faster. Um, I think one of the things that we probably should have done though, is uh, recruited our president earlier. Um, we, we, we spent a lot of time building out, um, and proving to ourselves that this is a need that we can handle it, um, and you know all the specialty areas that we wanted to cover. I think that it would have been really advantageous to pull our Mary Kate Loftus in um, sooner than later, so that she could be part of that building process, and so that we could weave um, all of her passions and experience into the planning. Well, and I, I know Mike and Marty really well. They're both very entrepreneurial. They're both innovative and they're both great people to work for. So you, you have all of that going, which is really wonderful. Uh, Mary Kate, last question. So uh, it's uh, May, it's June 1st of 2024. And you and Leanne and, and the team are celebrating. You're popping some champagne and you're saying, we had a great year. What's a great year? What, what's success look like for you in a year? A great year is when in Erie, Pennsylvania, um, a, when, when the leaders of that community are together, are together, they're saying, wow, like if there's, there's a new business being formed, you got to go to Impressia Bank. They are going to help you. They, they are the ones that you can trust. Um, a great year is when we have a team of leaders that are so loving their job out being with women and helping them advance and listening to them and helping them advance their businesses that they say, I couldn't imagine working anywhere else because this is such a place that fills me with joy. Um, and then lastly, that we, within our, within our bank, I think the other big benefit that isn't to be underestimated is that so many women within the organization have even already privately reached out to me and said, I'm so proud that we did this. Like I love working at CNB and Erie bank or FC bank and in whatever division we're in um, because the bank really said, we're going to do something different. And I think that is not to be underestimated. And I would love for just even, you know, more and more team members and for that to be the part of the, the thread of the story. Leanne, thanks for your friendship for all these years. Really appreciate it. Mary-Kate, congratulations and all the best. Uh, and hope that in one year we can have a class reunion uh, <laughs> and do a, a, do a video and talk about your great successes. Congratulations, ladies. Thanks. It's Thank an honor so to be much, here. Dad.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Jack Rants with Modern Bankers with my great guests, Leanne Kassab and Mary-Kate Loftus. This and every program is brought to you by our friends at Vertical IQ and RELPRO. Join us next time for more special guests bringing you marketing, sales, and leadership insights, along with ideas that will provide your bank or credit union with that competitive edge you need to succeed. This LinkedIn Live show is also a podcast. Subscribe to the latest episodes of Jack Rants with Modern Bankers and leave us a review. We're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Google Play, and others. Visit our website, themodernbanker.com, for more specific information. And don't forget, sign up for our free public library at themodernbanker.com slash public library. And don't forget to make today and every day a great client day.